how about them apples? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I don't I love a good pink lady. Oh, Granny so Smith. Funny. Welcome everybody to Crumpus Bumpus and the Burgie Boys. We are the Burgie Boys. All hail Crumpus Bumpus. Oh, oh hail. hail. How's your weeks been, guys? I sat in it's my been room. like under a week since we last spoke. So. I know. It's, we, because uh. we recorded late last week, we're recording earlier this week, so, you know, topics might be uh, dry. I, I have uh, something to talk about, though. And yeah. that is, it's my, I just want to remind everybody, you know, get your birthday presents ready, because it's, it's my birthday tomorrow as I'm recording this. Yeah, happy birthday. If, uh, if I don't be get in the a present, past as you're listening to this. If I, if I don't get a present from every single Burgie Boy listener, then, uh, you know, Crumbus Bumbus will know. Uh, I'm kidding, don't send me anything, please. Um, send them lots of stuff, like uh, your hair in little boxes and saliva samples and everything. So I send them your condolences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your condolences for being a 24-year-old burgy boy. Um, have you guys so ever had any like really shitty birthday parties? Did you have like birthday um, parties as a kid where you went to like McDonald's or like a play area or something like that? No, uh, I can't remember. It was so long ago. The secret was right. <laughs> uh-huh. I I just hated myself as a child, so I didn't want anybody to celebrate me. I think the closest I got to a birthday party, like I, like obviously your parents when you're really young throw birthday parties for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was those up to like the age it, of ten, I would say. Like parents just or maybe it, yeah, maybe something like that. But they, they, you know, just to get their photos, so they're like, you were a child once, yeah. and then from then on in, it's just like, I, I couldn't be bothered. I think I went to the cinema once to see Jurassic Park 3 or something. Okay. And that was about the extent of it. I just don't like celebrating, I don't see the point in birthday parties. I don't really have birthday parties anymore. To be or fair though, any, I like... think the older you get. You know, I I feel like maybe now, mm-hmm. maybe now the tides have turned. Now that we're talking about it, because you know, like I don't know how many years we have left. You know, you might as well just maybe get three, trashed. Four if we're lucky. Yeah. So maybe maybe like older people should have more more flamboyant birthday parties. I don't know. I wouldn't mind a, a flamboyant birthday party, to be honest. <laughs> maybe we should have like a child's party for birthday. <laughs> <laughs> where we have like uh what things that they do at kids parties uh um, pin the tail, tail on the donkey, on the donkey. Yeah. there we go <laughs> um, we'd have to make it more adult though so it'd be like pin the cat tail on nekono the robo <laughs> pin um. the cat tail on petunia melrose yeah <laughs> oh man that'd be uh, so coming soon to teespring uh the Teespring story. Oh, you how can... cool would that be if it's like we had it so there wasn't actually a tail on it, and then you can get like a a stick-on tail, and you can add it on as a kind of um, a game that we could play for like like what birthdays. we just explained using no, no, like, much like, fewer words. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> like actually getting it and producing it as an actual thing. We'll need to make Petunia Melrose as a shirt with no tail, though. And then have it only for party games for people who are just become for people 25. who are thirty, and it's just a down downward spiral, <laughs> and they're they're trying to celebrate their birthday on their own. You can just stick things to your chest, yeah, uh, and cry. Exactly. Uh, I'm trying to think what what would be your dream birthday situation. Porch egg, starting with porch eggs since his birthday's tomorrow. Uh, mm. I never, I never know what to do from like when I was younger. Because um, my dad used to like, or still works at McDonald's. Like he'd always they'd rent out the, the birthday party thing there, and they had like a play area and other random stuff, and we'd I'd do that a lot. I went to like the cinema when I was younger. Why uh, don't we get play areas now? There is built adult play areas. I mean that like trampoline place we went to that one time. That was basically an adult play area. Yeah. There's a there's a YouTuber. Well, why I watch. aren't we going there then? <laughs> I don't know. Let's just do that. There's a YouTuber I watch called uh, Friggin' Boom. Um, and he does like he makes like cosplay stuff for like really really cheap, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes to this gym which isn't like a normal gym. It's just like an adult soft play area. So they just have walls you can climb on and ropes you can swing on and massive. See, that's pits my of kind foam. of workout. We should have talked about that last episode. <laughs> I know, and like huge ramps and stuff like that. It, like, it looks really really cool. Because um, the best way to exercise is to trick yourself, and if yeah. you're just rolling around in a ball pit. 
and just scraggling your legs all about the place. That's the best workout. Sorry, continue. I'm just I'm having like little bits, little epiphanies during your conversation. I'm sorry, I have to vocalize them. No, no, I agree. That that is like <laughs> the perfect gym experience. Um, I don't know what my I don't know what my drink. I don't like to do stuff on birthday either. Really, no. Well, um, put it this way: Would you want to do something physical, or would you want to do something more relaxing? <laughs> do you want a prostitute, or do you want a massage? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get a really good prostitute, then they can do, do both. it without having to do any sort of exercise. Just lie back and enjoy, you know. Where's the fun in that? I guess, like, what dream birthday would just be going somewhere. So why I've not been. Traveling a bunch. Right. Because I don't really have the money to do that. But, like, if I had the money to do that, that's what I'd do. Yeah, just go away somewhere. Yeah. Travel to uh, Japan. Buy some Neck and Order Robo merch. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, you guys. So, what is your. You got. Uh, I hand you a big bunch of cash. What are you doing on your birthday? I already know Liam's answer. <laughs> oh, do you, though? I do. Oh. <laughs> Let, let's hear what, what would you do then cheese let's see how uh, I feel like he's predicted <laughs> I feel like you predicted me I was just gonna say kill myself <laughs> that's not what I thought <laughs> what did you think you're just gonna rent out a warehouse and ride on a tricycle that is the dream situation <laughs> it's just rent out a, a big zone I've been looking into uh, the possibilities of just rent in big spaces mm. Uh, there's a bunch of community hall here's here's community hall here's good job uh, mm. yeah good uh, it's a new new word I made up hall here's uh, and they're, they you, there's this big there's like three in my town it's like a small town I don't understand why they have three uh, but the, we have three big halls and I'm like if if you wanted to film like a D and D sesh they probably have huge like big sets of tables and loads of chairs and a big wide open space you could do some like cool um video stuff mm. in those places so i've been looking into uh how to rent those big spaces i think for my birthday it'd be cool to just rent out one of the community halls and just do a big film shoot of like D or dread or or something along those lines i think that would be fun yeah that'd be awesome Imagine like the reverb you get in the big hall as well, being able to do big booming voices and stuff. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, but uh, I think the better gift would be somebody editing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been wanting to edit live action stuff for a while, so I'd like to do something like that. Maybe not even for a birthday, but like when I've got some money. But yeah, there's a birthday idea. Just you know, get some fancy dress, get a big hall, get some cameras, go bananas. What about you, Misty? Um, I would probably want to do something similar to Portrait, but I'd be like going to Japan or somewhere like um, I think uh, I think America. Uh, what was it? E3. You were saying Portrait mm. before we actually started. That's roughly around the time of my birthday. Oh, because uh, it well is June the tenth. Expect some uh, some E3 so. tickets. Don't expect yeah, them, they're uh, so expensive. <laughs> they're so give, expensive. Give me those tickets, bitch! <laughs> if don't give me those tickets, I won't be your Wasn't friend anymore. Up, up until like a few years ago, it was only for the press anyway as well. They sort of flip-flop between it being for the press only and for like people being allowed in. I, I don't know, but I think now, you, you're as a person, you can just go. But like some years it's not, and I'm not sure why. Mm. Yeah. But, but I would love to go to things like that, just for like my birthday. And uh, I feel I like... Had, like Unlimited. That would be a good one, but there's a lot of convention situations, especially after being to Insomnia, that I'm a bit like... I mean, Insomnia is good and all, but it's good and all if you want to meet people. It's not good for the games. It's turned into less of a games convention than uh, uh, than I thought. Yeah. You know? We went to EGX, and EGX is like like miniature E3, I'd, I'd say, because they have all the new games, like, and it's stuff that you haven't played before. Every game at Insomnia we'd played. Yeah, I want to go true. to, like, a a big one again. My biggest... My, well, I want to go to a small one again. I really like Res because Res was just indie developers, and so many of those games I'd never heard of, but so many of them I like Oh, yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sure. really cool. those, are, those are probably the best, because those are, like... Um, they have a thing in Scotland called the Highland Show, mm-hmm. right? And the Highland shows where they get all their cows and they get all their sheep, and you can look at the sheep and you can eat food and you can do you all. You can this look at the sheep silly. and you can eat the sheep. You can eat the sheep. There's so much stuff to do, and it's all like stuff you wouldn't usually do. Like I wouldn't usually eat sheep out of a tent. 
I wouldn't usually do a whiskey tasting, and that's what I feel like going to like an indie convention's like, because there's like, everyone has these weird, unique ideas, and they have tiny booths, and you get to talk to the person who made it, yeah. and he's just there, and he's like, hey, so my idea was that I, so I was in the shower once, and I farted, it made a really funny sound, so I made a whole game about my experience, and you're like, <laughs> oh, this is perfect. You're like, how big's the dev really- team? And he's like, oh, it's me, it's just me. It's just me and this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a sniff? This didn't happen, by the way. This isn't a game, but if you are watching, you want to make that, go for it. It's, it's open to anyone. Well, there you go then. Uh, I'll give you 30 seconds, Cheese. You come up with an idea for a new game. Alright? 30 seconds? 30 seconds. You take 30 seconds to figure out so, one, and uh, I, me and Cheese, me and Portrait will just like. Unless you have an idea right now. Past your, uh, I have an idea right now. It took literally two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I come up with game ideas on the daily. You don't understand. I'm sitting here, and I'm just doing my thing, and I'll come up with game ideas. So I watched a show on Netflix called uh, uh, Casa de Papel, which I told Portrait to watch. They've changed the name on Netflix yeah. to Money Heist, which is. <laughs> which it makes me want to watch it so much more than Casa de Papel, because I have no idea what that means. Casa de Papel. I think it just means House of Paper or House of Money. That's, that would make sense. Uh, anyway, uh, so the show, without spoiling anything, there's no spoilers, don't worry, is about a group of people who want to rob a museum, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, and it's about the police trying to negotiate with these people who are robbing the place and the people who are robbing the place coming up with all these ideas and they've pre-planned it to predict what the police are going to do. And there's all these twists and turns where they figure stuff out. But basically, the heist involves them going to the place where the money's printed in Spain. So they're not actually stealing from anyone. They're printing their own money and then they're going to leg it. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> so the whole idea is they're printing their own money. But the the game idea in my head... So Misty's been talking about that SCP game mm. recently. Mm. Where it's like a multiplayer... It's kind of like social experiment, but more gamified. Where it's like there's soldiers who are coming in to kill the SCPs. And, uh, and contain the monsters and stuff. There's prisoners who are trying to escape who are usually test subjects. There's scientists and then there's monsters. And it's like... From what I've seen, it's like a lot to do with the interactions between the people. So my idea is this heist situation where there's the robbers get to plan out how they're going to do things beforehand, okay? And then the police have to try and figure out what they're doing from the outside or just go in and gun them down if they can. But it would be a game where it's like a social experiment slash game where everyone's trying to outsmart each other on their own teams uh, to rob a bank uh, to stop the, the police and then people would play as the hostages as well and they'd be trying to get away from the prisoners and get could, to the police. You could put an inside man on the both sides as well so like one person on each well, team is actually that's like... That's like, yeah, so uh, <laughs> an example being if the hostages uh, are acting up and the whole heister's plan is that there's no civilian casualties but they have to be threatening enough that they you the hostages will think they're going to get shot. So... If a, if a robber shot a hostage in the leg and he was injured, that wound could get infected, so they would have to send in a medical team, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> so the police could potentially send in an undercover cop oh my God. As, a, as a medical guy. There's this whole, you know, trying to outsmart people. I think social games are, are fun ideas, and I think that'd be really fun. You could also have, like, a, a host... Uh, one of the robbers is actually a plant in the actual um, police team as well. So they basically try to undermine everything that's happening from the police side. Yeah. Being like, oh, they're going to try coming around through this back door. I've got a little, little walkie-talkie that I'm going to tell you all this stuff from there, from the sidelines. Yeah. yeah. Or, to reach yeah, around like, this but, side. Yeah. So the, like what they do in the film, with it being as spoiler-free as possible, they make sure they take out all the security cameras and they take all the hostages' phones so there's no like communication between anyone, so nobody can get bugged and stuff, and mm. it's just you know you'd have to think of that as the robbers, and then you'd have to make that work so that you actually get everyone's phone. Somebody could just be like, "Oh yeah, here's my phone," and it's not their phone, and or they you've got have people a phone. To carry two phones, you know, yeah, one for their wife and one for their mistress. 
<gasps> oh, which also means that, like, you know, you could you could have some fun RP situations if you're a hostage and you're like, I don't, my wife, she's pregnant. I want to go home to her. <laughs> I think it would be it would be uh, mandatory that you'd have to write like an RP bio before you join the server. Oh, that sounds great. Oh. I love games like oh. that where it's like you have to just it's the game is sort of created by the players in a way. Yeah, it always goes wrong though. Yeah, that's the it's, problem. It's with those yeah, because you got folk who don't role play and they just do. Stuff it would like literally that. turn into just like whoever's on the police's team. They'd just be like, "All right, let's go in and shoot everyone." It turned that into yeah. be... it turned into but like, Gary's mod game, yeah, yeah. cops and robbers thing. Yeah, we'd have to have like a way of being able to like um, give negative points for like civilian casualties kind of thing for the police. I think the easiest way to do that would be the more things the robbers do wrong, the more resources the police get, and the more things that the police do wrong, the more resources the robbers get kind of situation. Yeah, that would be cool. quite fun, actually. Uh, so that's my game idea. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to seeing it at Rez 2019. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't you steal that play. idea, though. I'll see you. Original, we'll see you. Please do not steal. Um, yeah. Speaking about the Royal Hall and Shua, I was just looking at the ticket prices. Um, mm-hmm. It's twenty two pounds to go. Yeah, it's always cheap. Uh, yeah, it's like we could go there for a Columbus <laughs> It's getting there. That's a pain in the dick, but yeah, it's good. Uh, where about is it? Like, is it? It's in. It's out in the middle of a field somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in the big city. Have you never been before, Misty? Um, I've been to a couple, but um, they're more kind of village ones rather than big ones that you might be talking about. Oh no! You're talking about the Highland Games. Oh, that's different. This is the Highland Show. Oh, right. I don't think I have been to the Highland Show. It's much bigger. Like really, really long ago. Yeah, it's. I might be like ten at the time. I don't know. I've never been to the Highland Royal Highland Show, but I've been to like equivalent ones in Ireland where people bring out their sheep and their the pigs and all the stuff that they Nah, it's not the same. Well, then you know what? Let's go. Everybody, I mean, let's go. It's in uh, it's in June twenty twenty first to twenty fourth of June. Okay, oh. let's go. I'm gonna wear a farmer's cap. <laughs> I'm gonna wear like some uh, wellies. <laughs> I'm gonna get into character. You guys will have to call me, uh, Mister Stafford. Mister Stafford, hey, Mister Stafford. Hey, I have to speak yeah. like that. Hey, Mister Stafford. Hey, and I'll be like, hey, 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 I'm just giving you time to get this out your system before the podcast turns into an hour of you just talking later. Because it will happen. Maybe, maybe I'll just continue it forever. All right. Well, welcome to. The, thanks for watching today's very short episode of Cover Service in the Very Boys. How about you, Pochek? What what would be your idea for a decent like or or a game? Should I say? <laughs> your idea for decent... a decent game? Don't give me any of your shitty ideas, Pochek. <laughs> oh, I only have shitty ideas. Oh, uh, God, put me on the spot here. Do you, do you need thirty seconds? I need thirty seconds. You can give okay. that. You get right. Give... Okay, so so uh, nah, don't <laughs> don't fucking do it because I'm not gonna edit it out. It's all gonna be in. Uh, Misty, what's your favourite uh, go-to meat while Sporchig talks about this? Because we're talking about the hell and it's making me hungry. Chicken. Uh, so, Sporchig, your game idea. Yes. I would make a platformer game because... I, I, I mean, I... Okay, so I've been playing Celeste recently. Uh, yes. Which is like a, a difficult, challenging platformer game, but not too hard. And mm-hmm. I would rank it among the top five platformers I think maybe I've ever played. Uh, okay. Along with that being Super Meat Boy and... Pardon me, Rayman Legends, Rayman Origins. Yep, those are great. I played them with you. Oh, They're really good. Fucking fantastic. I think I just, I just, I, what I'd make is a Sonic game, right? This, a, okay. this a good platformer, <laughs> right? Because I don't, not, not one doesn't exist in my mind. Like the Sonic games, for me, they move too fast, and you don't have time to predict. You don't have time to know what's coming, so you just have to like run into something, stop all your momentum, jump up, and then go a billion miles an hour again, and it really frustrates me. But I like the right. Sonic character, and the Sonic world's pretty cool. Um, 
So I'd make a game that was like somewhere between Super Meat Boy and Rayman Legends, but with Sonic as the main character, that was difficult, but not too difficult. I mean, you'd have to secure the rights to Sonic. That's fine. Don't worry. I'll, I'll I mean, contact uh, Mr. There is a Sonic. there is a legally safe version of. I don't know if you've heard of Freedom Planet. I have. Yeah, yeah. Have you played it? I haven't played it. No. That's supposed to be really good. If you're if that's the kind of game that you want, then it might be out there. You might just need to try that one. Oh, you're right. I will give it a go. I've I've seen it for like recommended to me and stuff like that, but I've just never picked it up. I've heard a lot of people say good things about it. Uh, it's like pretty much just Sonic, but <laughs> a new better. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what you could do is have it like like a normal Sonic game, but the world is just really, really slow in comparison to Sonic himself. So it actually seems as though you are playing Sonic at the speed that he should be going at. Yeah, but that there yeah, that probably work. The, the biggest problem with Sonic, like Sonic, is fast, and that's his thing, right? But I, okay. that's not. But one of these days, his heart's just gonna give out. <laughs> no one can run that much and not just die. No, mm. uh, the problem with like new Sonic games, like all the three D ones and even the two D ones, is that Sonic is is too fast and he doesn't have like Sonic should be about momentum and not about speed, in my opinion. Like the Rayman Legends and Rayman Origins games, you're not going too fast, but if you play very well. And you know what's coming, you know the controls and stuff like that. You can keep your momentum up and slowly get faster and faster until you're like, barreling through the level and it's really cool and fun. That should be what Sonic's like instead of just you're going at two miles an hour, then you're going at a million miles an hour, then you hit a wall, and then you have to like jump up and go at a million miles an hour again. It's like it's just it's just frustrating. I don't know. Right. That's the game I'd make. I'd make a good Sonic game. <laughs> It'd be a, cool. the best Sonic game. I can't really comment because I I've not really got into any platformers pretty much ever. I don't think so. I played quite a lot. I mean, the first games I used to play was uh, Super Mario on the Super Nintendo, which everyone knows is just the worst game ever made. <laughs> no one likes Mario. <laughs> Nobody likes Mario, and that franchise died a long time ago. Ah. <laughs> uh. Do you have anything in particular you'd like to say about Mario? No, I just really enjoyed the game. Just games. that you played it. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I just didn't want it to cut you off. And, <laughs> no, no, no. like, it was just, uh, I just like Mario. I also <laughs> say the, cool. uh, the new Mario platform games are actually also trash. Don't like them at all. The new ones. Yeah. New Super, Mario, new Super Mario Brothers, New Super Mario Brothers, all that shit. It's terrible. It's really bad. I'd like to try the Super Mario Maker, the one where you can That's make fun. your own levels. That's pretty good. Well, that's like. If you play a level made with someone's put time and attention into it, and it's like a well-crafted level with like good like game design, yeah. it's great. That's like one in fifty. <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. it's just it's here the... are a trillion enemies. Good luck, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Sake. It's the little big planet syndrome where it's like you know, uh, you'll get occasionally get this lovingly crafted piece of art that pretty much uh, if you submitted it to like the people who make the game, they'd probably hire you. Yeah. And then other than that, there's like a thousand like. Oh, here's a shark that's gonna try and bite your feet, and there's no way you can survive. The sponges flip. That's like pretty much ninety percent of Little Big Planet's levels as well. And like it's just in Super Mario Maker, there's no search function, so you can't search for like types of levels or anything like that. The only way you can find a specific level is by typing in its level code, which is like oh. twelve digits long, and that's it. Mm. Otherwise, it's that's just random, one hundred percent, and it's just terrible. Yeah, That's so basically, not a great system. <laughs> what you're no. trying to say is uh, Nintendo needs to get their shit together. Nintendo can't to... do online. It's it's they're launching their online services this year as well, so it's going to be a clusterfuck whenever that comes out. Hey, but you but, should be able to get some. Um, you should be able to buy some stuff with your the games that you've bought prior, haven't you? Yeah, but you the, get some sort of credit thing. You were saying, I remember. Yeah, the gold uh, Nintendo gold coins or whatever. I can't remember, but yeah, they're they're now a thing that you can do something with, which is nice. Yeah, so that's that a bonus. Nice. Good job. Misty, what yeah. game would you make? Would you make a game? I, I would definitely make a game. I would make a game which I'm is... I'm ready for this. I, uh, I'm ready. You know how you've got like loads of games like PUBG and all that that's a big um, battleground... Battle Royale. Game, battle Royale things. I would do the complete opposite where you have to like... You get dropped in onto this island which is like spread out. Um, and you have to all meet up together and be like a big team, and you have to save as many people as you possibly can. So all the good stuff is like spread out around the edges, but you have to like team up with other people to help you get to get all these different things to then meet up into the middle of the island. So it, it reinforces teamwork, 
rather than kill your mates kind of thing. So, so it could be like something like um, zombies all around the island and just slowly moving towards the center. So you have to get all the resources from the sides and bring it towards the center and fight off the zombies together. I like to this survive idea a lot. So uh, it's like rather than everybody against everybody, it's everybody versus a massive force that is like literally coming in. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. Um, but there's a no, 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 no. Uh, what I'm about to say. Uh, oh, right. There's a there's a YouTuber and sort of internet person called uh, Robert Moran, and he used to run this uh, Minecraft minigame that he created called Dwarfs vs Zombies, where you'd have like oh, hell yeah. 20, 30 minutes or something like that to build this massive fortification along with like phew, I don't know how like thirty other people, forty other people, um, or something like that. It was a lot. Oh, yeah, there was that, quite. There was quite a lot. Like sixty or something. Yeah, it, it was like quite Fortnite. a big servers. Like you kind have to of, get yeah. in, like build up a tower in the middle and defend against these zombies that are attacking. That's... But what would happen is like you'd build up against the, these defenses, and then one person from the uh, the dwarfs, which the were the pool defenders, of dwarfs, yeah. became a, a zombie, and they would have to attack the fortifications that they just built. And as soon as they killed someone, that person would turn into a zombie. And so slowly, over the course of like an hour, the the dwarfs would all fall, and they'd like fall back to their like their lines of defense is back to the center core which if got destroyed you'd lose the game and like the more, longer you played the more zombies there were the less dwarfs there were and it was just like it was insane intense like super duper fun action and if that really minecraft fun. like experience like of that minigame was brought into like a full-fledged thing i think i'd play it all the time because honestly it's it's so mm. much fun i mean what we could do with, uh, with my idea would be like if somebody dies, they become a super zombie like thing that can really threaten everybody else. Yeah, so, so there's you're always really a like pushing to like keep everyone yeah, alive. Yeah, that's the thing I was gonna say about that idea is like, if that was the game, then if one person died, would they just be out of the game, or would they turn into an enemy? Because if if your whole thing is selling it on everyone works together, you have to make it so they're just dead forever. Yeah. You'd, you have them, them you'd have the person die forever. Then it becomes a PvP game. If they die, their character would then become some sort of super demon thing that can attack and doesn't isn't controlled by the person. So it's like um say Left for Dead as an example. If one person died on the team or the mm-hmm. group of folk, the person would come back as like a tank or a liquor or something like that, something that's more but it wouldn't be controlled by the wouldn't player. Be controlled by the player. It'd be controlled by the game. So it's yes. like you're trying to like keep your fl- your people alive and get out That's as high. quick as you can. Like maybe have like a helicopter you have to like repair in the big in the middle of the center or something. Mm. Then it could come away, so you had a chance to go out and get resources. Yeah. You had to just like choose between building up your helicopter or building up your base. And you'd have like 30, 40 odd folk all working together to do this. Maybe not a helicopter rent for 30 odd folk. Man, that'd be great. Oh, watch, keep, watch, that, keep an eye out for like next helicopters. Hmm? Keep an eye out for this game at the next rest, everybody. <laughs> yeah. That would be my idea then, because I, I just can't be asked with all these bloody Battleground-style games. and. Yeah, I'm really it's... sick of, like... Everything's become like standard PvP game, but it's like standard PvP game that's not too hard because then people won't like it. So it's just the whole gaming industry right now is really accessible PvP game is the is the only thing that sells. Yeah, I hate it. Like I mean, what was it? it was originally King of the Kill, and then mm. there was PUBG, then there's Fortnite. Uh, there's and now it's everyone. Every, like like Rockstar. Loads of... The newest Red Dead Redemption 2 has a Battlegrounds mode. Yeah. Yep. And you've also got different styles of them, but pretty much the exact same thing, like SOS. I mean, that this, I mean the, the reason that Fortnite... Like, the reason that a lot of people like Fortnite is because it has a building mechanic as well, which yeah. adds a twist to it. But there's so many, so many Battle Royale games that are literally just, oh, okay... Uh, PUBG is popular. Let's uh, just throw that into our game engine. Yeah, uh, there's no like twists on it. This, this always happens. Yeah. Like, remember when Minecraft was like the biggest thing on the planet? There was fucking oh, trillions like, of clones. Crafting. Everyone so tries many to make the them. survival games. Yeah, uh, I mean, there were so many of them. I've played a game recently that's like Minecraft, uh, crafting style, but it's Minecraft meets Stardew Valley because it's um... that's just Minecraft. Well, no, it's more about like farming and stuff. There's a story and, in Stardew um, Valley, though. The plot. 
Kind of. It's, um, you heard of Staxel? No. No. No? Nope. Um, pretty much it's like a kind of blockier version. Well, not quite blockier as blockier version as- of Minecraft. What? <laughs> a blockier version of Minecraft where you farm. All I did was farm in Minecraft. Well, no, you build things as well, and you like you have to build a barn and stuff like that. You have to actually build up the walls and put the things into the. Oh, into I build the, like RP it. barns. <laughs> but it's uh, it's pretty fun. I started playing it last night, and it was actually not bad. And so it sounds terrible. I'm not gonna lie. It just sounds like Minecraft. Well, Minecraft isn't Minecraft a bad game. Yeah, no, but fun. then you don't need another Minecraft, do you? Yeah, true. true enough. <laughs> sorry sorry for popping that bubble it just sounded like the way i play minecraft all i would do is just like farm materials build a little rp barnyard build a house or try and block out the sun i did that too yeah. <laughs> those are your two things building farms and blocking out the sun yeah I, w- one half of me is a farmer the other is like an evil genius <laughs> apart from without the genius part just evil mm. i uh, can't play the I, vanilla I miss minecraft. Our minecraft server I kind of, I, I don't like, I don't really have an urge to go back to Minecraft too much, but like having that like central game that like you know I have my computer at night and it's everyone's like a there, yeah, yeah. Like I know that there's it's always going to be people online that I can play with. Like that doesn't really exist anymore. Like it sort of exists kind of around Discord and like there's always going to be something playing, someone playing something, but that central yeah. game isn't really a thing anymore. Like build, I built a hotel for everyone if they're at the spawn area and they need somewhere safe to be. Right, let's go. Come to the hotel. There's rooms for days. Do you prefer vanilla or Minecraft uh, or modded? <laughs> vanilla or Minecraft? Vanilla uh, or Minecraft? Do you like I'm the, a big fan the of flavor Minecraft. of vanilla or do you prefer the game Minecraft? <laughs> I'm a real big fan of the flavor of vanilla. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. Uh, I, I only played vanilla. Mods just suck ass. I prefer vanilla. Whenever you as well. try and play mods with someone, they, they've researched the mod and then you just sort of sit there as they do everything. They go, Oh, you can tend to the berries. You can learn everything about the berries. And I'm like, This is fun. I love berries. <laughs> what fucking mod pack were you playing that's got berries? I'm just saying, it's <laughs> always like the reason people want to play a mod pack is because they know everything about the mod pack and then nobody else does. See, yeah, I prefer mod packs that you don't know anything about, so you're going into it and you're going, oh, this is really cool, learning about different new things. But then, then the game, then your play experience becomes not playing the game, it becomes sitting on a wiki for four hours. Yeah, but... Yeah, looking at like building nice houses. Yeah. yeah, but that's literally on the lines of, say, Minecraft is a mod pack and you've learned all this stuff from van- from vanilla Minecraft and you're doing the same thing over and over again. It's literally on the lines of going, oh, you know what you're doing because you've already know, you've played it before, you've figured out these things. I get, I get where you're coming from. I understand. Yeah, if you They're have like... a, a little bit of knowledge of a mod pack, you'd probably enjoy that mod pack. The idea of having to install a mod pack to enjoy the game <laughs> would reflect that the game isn't good enough. Well, Skyrim. I, I didn't install mods on Skyrim. Yeah, I only not? played it vanilla. No, I <laughs> enjoyed the game. I, it was a really good, fun experience. I didn't need mods to enjoy I it. it first came out on, on the console on PS3, I think? Yeah, it must have been PS3. Uh, yep. And then I played it. I maxed out my shield level. <laughs> It was the greatest experience of my life. I played it for like 100 hours, stopped, never ever went back again. Yeah. It's a good game, though. I I can't think of any games that I've went out of my way. The only mods I've ever installed for, I think, any game... I, I went and installed some funny uh, roguelike mods to Skyrim once because I wanted to refresh my experience. Cause, uh, so you I bought lied. <laughs> you said you didn't install Lies. any mods, but you did. Lies. My first playthrough <laughs> is huge, okay? Don't try and poke holes in my thing. No, that's it's, the thing. It's like if you've played through it the first time and you, or you've played through it multiple times and you've enjoyed it, adding a mod mm-hmm. pack to add in different things to the game for different reasons isn't necessarily a bad thing to the game. For example, um, the like, mod give me packs, some examples of mods you download. Then yeah, go for um, that. I've put in some texture re like re up like yeah, that's what I was going to say. Visual mods, mods are visual I'm mods. all about those mm. for sure. Um, I added a mod which actually added in a new part of a map with a new story. So it was yeah, but like, that, those are usually the worst thing ever. Well, one thing mm-hmm. we we played modded Minecraft once, cheese with Nero. Remember we played that. That insanely good map. Uh, ter- we are in that map. We have lore. Yeah, we are. The, it was a map called Taramia, <laughs> and it was just like enormous map. I mean, there was mods for that that added like custom creatures and stuff like that. I'm sure. Oh, we is this like a, a, a custom story mod thing? 
Where no. you say you get told a story about you like It was um it was story but told in like it was it was told through the world. It yeah. was like visual storytelling. Fuck, that guy was great. Uh, that yeah. was amazing. That was like one of the better Minecraft. Uh, we we it was me, Nero and Porcheg, and this this is basically this huge map. You can probably look it up and still download it. The guy worked on it for ages. It was like one dude. <laughs> and yeah. he made this huge map. Uh and it was called Teramia. And we did a sort of let's play where we sort of wandered around the map and like pseudo RP'd and did things and it explored and survived together. Uh, and I added like audio effects when we were in caves and stuff. So much so that the guy who made the map started watching it and put like little Easter eggs of our journey inside the <laughs> world, <laughs> which is really awesome. cool. I think that was unfortunately after we stopped playing it, so I don't think I've never seen them at least. Uh, yeah, I know what one of them is because he told me, and it's that there is a egg for a horse somewhere called Stanley, <laughs> uh, somewhere out in the world because Stanley died <laughs> oh, in an yeah. unfortunate accident. So he revived him and he's hid him somewhere. So there's deep lore. If you want to uncover it, you can go and download the map to Ramia. So the question is, would you consider that to be a mod or would you consider that to be a downloadable map? I'm trying to think. Was there... There was, there was a mod pack with it, but I don't think we installed no, it. I there is a mod pack with it that added like, uh, different monsters and creatures for you to fight. Uh, yeah, we added texture packs we added and then played packs, vanilla. Yeah. But yeah. It, was just, it was just a big map. It was beautiful. See, I think you would probably enjoy something like Farmcraft or something on Minecraft. Well, my, something the thing that is, I, magic. I, I played Pulsar and I played Borderlands with you, Misty, and I don't know if I'd like to play a modded Minecraft with you. Well, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you run I mean, up and do your own thing and it's not fun. Borderlands, yeah, I get that, because that, that was just because I played it so fucking much that I literally ran through the map. It it was just literally how I would have played it initially if there wasn't anyone else there, mm-hmm. kind of thing. I get that, and my bad for that one. But Pulsar, you did the same thing in Pulsar. You ran up and did your own thing for a lot of it. No, I would be securing the area. <laughs> That's what you call it. Because yeah. you can't have the captain dying. I was role playing as a proper security. If, a, well, if the captain's point. going over, right, I want to make sure that captain. the. Uh, Gotta protect the captain. The most, the most <laughs> invisible security guard ever. He's always gone. Um, I just quickly harp on about Minecraft mods again for just a quick second. You just love Minecraft. I just love it. All about My it. My biggest problem with Minecraft mods is that it feels like whenever you install one, and this is especially the case with mod packs, um, it just like it feels like you're put in a place and there's a trillion new things to learn. And I'm like, I don't even know where I get started. I just don't care enough to look into this and learn all the information about it in order to be good enough to do like the skill, the um, knowledge like arc for learning it is like too steep for me. And I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't fucking arse. I just can't fucking it arse. Sounds as though you've got like mod packs that are having shit tons of stuff in them. Like, like the ones we played need. together, Misty. Um, I think I, I put on the the. F- the Yogscast one or something like that? I think so. Any more So you could choose much. whichever one you wanted to go into rather than specifically one thing. Yeah, I don't know. But I think um, that was more in the lines of you just went, oh, this is all part of the same thing and therefore there's shit tons and I don't know what I want to no, do. No, 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 I knew it was different, but, but even selecting one of the mods out of the 17 or whatever that was there, that one mod just felt like too much and I just couldn't be arsed in any of that. Uh, it depends. There's there's lots of different kinds. We, we of can ones. talk about this for. We're literally going to go around in circles talking about yeah. how mod packs work. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really need to go into this. It's core. Cool. Minecraft is a set of tools, and it's like playing Lego. You know, you don't need a tutorial to play Lego. You know, you you figure out that there's little bumps on the top, and then you push it on. Boom, bada bing, bada boom. And if you really want to, you can buy the Star Wars version thing where you get extra blocks to put on and make us Death Star. For the low, low price yeah. of £300. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a local toy shop that shut down near us recently, and uh, I went in on the closing down sale to see if they had anything. I wasn't really looking to buy anything, but like the Lego was the first thing to go. It was all gone, day one. It, people just went and bought it all up. Well, of course. Lego's expensive, it really man. Is, man. It's crazy. It's insanity. You could probably go on eBay and get like a whole bunch of bricks and like a box. I'm I'm sure I've got a big box of bricks in my. Oh Jesus, that was fun to say. A big, a big box, box of bricks, bricks in my attic <laughs> uh, from when I was a kid because like I didn't buy the set, so I think we just got like a secondhand like all the spare parts. Yeah, <laughs> like I have the same sort of thing. Like, we have so many multicolored bricks, and it's just like that's fun enough. I have I have that as well, like a big box of random bricks. I don't think Lego sell just bricks anymore. You have to buy like. 
the yeah. the Call of Duty or the Marvel set of Spider Man mm. eating a eating a rather pizza. than just singular blocks or yeah. like packs of like a bag of this specific block mm-hmm. type that you want. They can make so much more through the like merchandise deals and stuff like that. Which is like kind of I feel against this core idea of Lego. You know, it's supposed to be a bit of creativity and like building something out of just raw materials. Whereas if you buy a kit, you just follow the instructions, then you've got this ginormous angular thing that just sits yeah. and gathers dust until you decide to put it somewhere. Like I, uh, I don't know, I don't get it. I don't get me wrong. I like what building about people Lego, who glue their parts together. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? I, I don't. I just do what you want with the stuff that you buy. But like I'm not gonna do it. It feels kind of pointless. I like building Lego, but. Once I've done it, I'm like, okay, I, I, it feels like it's had its use for me. I don't know. Kind of like Minecraft, then. Kind of like Minecraft, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever built any model kits or anything like that? Uh, no. Yeah. I, I used to... Um, I started with, like... Oh, God, I'm trying to think. I think I had, like, a few planes when I was younger. Like Airfix ones. And I'd, Yeah, those ones. Um, and then we were also into, like, model rockets. Well, that's cool. Uh, the ones that you would actually launch. Yeah. So you'd build them, you'd launch them, and then they'd usually smash into a million pieces, <laughs> but sometimes they'd parachute down. Uh, we got into that, and then from there, I got into Warhammer. Oh, really? I never played Warhammer. I'm much more like a... I, I like Nerd! Painting <laughs> Just because you're jealous of my Swick sw- Dwarf collection. <laughs> um... I used to be into painting them more than like building the things. Yeah. So I had a bunch of. I was also super into Lord of the Rings because I am a big fat nerd. <laughs> so I had a bunch of Lord of the Rings Warhammer. I had a little, a little tiny like dwarf army. We should fucking do that. Oh my god. Instead of D&D, D&D's shit. Uh, <laughs> we should play Warhammer because that's cool. I don't even know how um, it's involved in playing Warhammer. I thought it was just we collecting had, toys. We had. um. So uh, there's like a. Uh, there's a whole bunch of rules. It's really boring, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> Playing the game. You turned on it so quickly. That's my Warhammer. <laughs> Playing the game. <laughs> shit. Actually, it's boring. It's really bad. Playing the game sucks. Uh, Painting but, them is w- what you really. Painting like. them's amazing. And also, we had a table that we built. Uh, me and my dad built that has like fake grass on it, like felt grass. Right. And it has like a river that goes through the middle. And we had a bunch of like scenery, and you could lay out like scenarios, and then. Uh, you could put your army through, and then you could like go through and then fight the things. Uh, but I was much more into painting them. But I was just thinking, you could probably like cross like D and D and Warhammer, uh, Warhammer models, and make like cool campaigns with that. Yeah, probably. I still have the big board as well. My uncle used to have. My uncle used to collect Warhammer stuff. He had like in the shed outside this huge table filled with like different figures and shelves full of them and stuff like that. That used to be one of his things he did. They're really fun to paint. Goddamn, so much fun. I wasn't very good at it because I was young at the time, but I, I reckon like now if I went back, oh hell yeah! Uh, but I didn't have like Warhammer 40k or anything. I was a Lord of the Rings nerd. <laughs> I mean, what we could do is instead of uh, having like D and D using the Warhammer figures and stuff, what we could actually do is a D and D campaign where you actually control armies, like in Warhammer. Yeah, that's what, like that's what I was thinking. Is like you would, <laughs> just you like... would have like it, it, I, the reason that it crossed my mind is because I deliberately. Uh, you know how like people who play Warhammer build these huge armies, and it costs them like thousands and thousands of pounds, mm. and they have like all all these units. But like at the time, I was like, oh, I want a little squad of like badass dwarfs who are like you know they're like my heroes. <laughs> so they're not like an army; they're like a small squad, and they can do anything. But then in the game's rules, if I was to play with my squad, small squad of heroes, they'd get murdered instantly. <laughs> Uh, just you cry but, in the corner as your dad with his massive army just destroys your dwarfs. You're yeah. like, Dad, my dad you little fucking shit. <laughs> my dad didn't like care about the Warhammer. He wasn't into it. No, he just you know. All he, all he really cared about was crushing you and your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Take that, you fuck! <laughs> Slamming but, his. Yeah. Uh, you his could it. potentially have like your own little uh, little D and D squads. Yeah, be cool. Oh, that'd be cool. I agree. But then. It's the boards and stuff. Because you could just buy, like, a... You could buy little bits of terrain, like, ruins and stuff. Mm. Uh, and s- stuff like that. And then just have a big board and put them on it. Uh, so you can shift the map. And you could just... Uh, it's like having a randomizer in Minecraft. Randomize the scenery. Yeah. There's that- Minecraft. It's all connected. Oh, when I was looking up D&D stuff before, a lot of... Um, 
people who are building like a 3D D&D dungeons for uh, real life like playing uh, they they yeah. get like a lot of model train kit stuff because all that's like relatively cheap in comparison um, yes like trees and bits and bobs and stuff like that cool what about you putting you into models you, you ever get into Warhammer or anything I don't know about Warhammer but like um, when I was when I was a kid I got given uh, an airfix like a jet that I built uh, and then I didn't really build anything for a couple of years um, but relatively recently I bought uh, there's a Bandai build kit for lots of Bandai do lots of things like Gundam and uh, other yeah. like IPs but they also do Star Wars build kits which are really really high quality so I bought an X-Wing um, and built that and it took me like five hours I, like, I got really? really into it and lost track of time and didn't eat and just built this thing it took me five hours and it was crazy you've got a TIE fighter now as well I do right? have a TIE fighter that's what you're planning on building tomorrow which yeah I might, I might stream tomorrow and, and build on my birthday uh, so tell us if you've watched it because yeah. <laughs> future the good thing as well is like uh, all the parts are grey and the spaceships are grey so I don't really have to paint them to make them look okay they also come with stickers that you put on I want to like get some mm-hmm. uh, there's like this you probably know what it is she's uh, it's like this like black oily paint stuff I can't remember right. what it's called but like, you basically rub it on and then take it off and it's to help weather and like add detail to yeah, it yeah to make things look used yeah. there's a um, tested Adam Savage's builds and stuff are really good to watch as well yeah. if you want to get into making things we got told that when we started doing 3D stuff in uni that we need to buy like toy cars and we need to buy like model kits to cause like you can learn so quickly from building stuff physically and seeing things in your hand mm. so if you ever want to like 3d model something just buy a tiny version of it so i you know have like little toy cars and stuff that I'm and that's like, why okay, you have toy this cars is... sure we well, you know when you turn off the microphone you're like brum 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 and having races around your desk around your giant warhammer desk you oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what <laughs> fuck you i was just thinking about um how many big boards and toy cars I could fit in my warehouse? <laughs> just a giant, huge set of tables with like a ramps. huge warehouse just with loads of different like model kits yeah. on each. All of put them. together and made into one really giant, awesome game involving absolutely oh. every single character and everything, every single game that you attach to it. Imagine how big of a I model train cool. you'd have going around a warehouse like that. If I had, if I oh, owned baby. Like, a big house, oh. a big warehouse, a model train had Have you ever been to like person. a museum where they've had like a huge model train? Not a museum. I've been to a toy shop once that had one. I went to a place in the Netherlands, I think it was, when I was much, 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 much younger, and they had this museum that had like, uh, oh my god, the what? I'm my stupid head. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a museum. It was like a big outdoor town. You know, like in Hot Fuzz. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? Yeah. There's a big model town. There's a huge one of those in the Netherlands that's Isn't literally that a like a world one. No, no, no. It's like actually like I think I know what you're talking about. I've like seen videos of it before. Actual models, but I'm pretty sure it's like well, I was a child at the time, so my my size perception is probably way off. But it was like a big stadium filled with stupid fucking little miniature village stuff, and they had trains and cars and all that cool stuff. God, and you took your your little. Your little Lord of the Rings dwarves, and you had them, and I I donated them. <laughs> That's where and they I are said, "Give thing. them a good home. Warhammer's not safe for them. <laughs> <laughs> they they live there now. The armies of my dad. <laughs> yeah, little Aldwin. He has a he has a child now <laughs> with a Dutch lady. Uh, they send me photos every Christmas. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> this actually got me really like excited. I want to like, I want to have a Warhammer dwarf army. I wonder if I have them. Some... Well, they're in the Netherlands, so yeah, that's yeah. Totally... yeah. You could start a new one, a new family. I can... might have to, but I feel like they'd be really expensive now. Probably, yeah, more than likely. But you could probably buy it online or from this closing down <sighs> toy store. Just buy a three D printer and three D print them. That'd be cheaper, right? Oh yeah, there's an idea. I mean, you can yeah, get buy a three D printer. Those are cheap. yeah, yeah, no problem. You can get one for a hundred quid. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, you need the materials, all though, right? Would that not be quite expensive? Um, yeah, materials yeah, but... is like a, a big roll of um, the wire-like stuff that you use. It's about twenty quid for a roll, which will last. But as you well, for, like... cheap printers are they they print really bumpy sometimes as well. Yeah. Uh, it would be something that I'd be really interested in because I can actually three D model and uh and you know it'd be cool to cool to do. Uh, on the Sam and Nico channel, they build a lot of their own custom 
stuff like Nico built a Settlers of Catan game set. That's cool. Oh yeah. He, he but it's all his own pieces that he made and he painted them, hand painted them. Uh, that's really cool. I'd like to do stuff like that. Make your own versions of uh, of games. And I think since a lot of us more and more are getting into D and D and sort of these game situations, it'd be fun to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about D and I'm all about the simplified versions of it. Uh, yeah. If there's any way to simplify, it, I'm all on that baby. Speaking of which, uh, the we're having a D and D on my channel. Dice Tales is coming back. Um, we're having a shorter mini quest side quest thing run by our friend Games the Monkey, featuring all of us. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty sure we're all going to be there. Hopefully. Hopefully, the fir- the day wants to start is the day I start work, yeah. so I feel like I'm going to be exhausted. So I might uh, do what I did at the start of Dice Tales and bail on the first day and see if I can come in another day, but I don't know. Uh, but if you're interested in D&D, uh, check it out. It's going to be yes, good. it's lots of fun. Different sort of combat we stuff. All RP hard. RP hard. RP hard. Yeah, man. I I'm just uh, I'm really honestly I'm a bit nervous about the whole thing. Cause, what your uh, job or our D D. The D and D jobs will be easy. <laughs> Listen, I'm an expert, but you know I've had two pretty iconic characters so far. I feel. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna top them. I don't. I have nothing new to bring to the table. Don't I'm just like, looking forward to playing my other character. Oh yeah, uh, the one that I'm not what, sure if it's allowed or not yet. That you seem to just be stuck on the fact that it is definitely a thing. <laughs> well, you, you said it was uh, a great idea the last time. A great idea, we maybe not. I don't remember. I don't. I, I still haven't looked it up. To be honest, I need to look up what your great ideas are. Sometimes terrible in practice. I've got a feeling that it's the the character we're thinking is different from what you're actually thinking at the moment because it just doesn't. You know, I don't know. I don't want to don't want to say too much, obviously, because it's. It might give away to I've, anyone and stuff, but I've, like, worst out was my happy accident. You know, he was my first character. Mm. He, he became a legend and ascended to the heavens. I feel like though, like worst out when he first started out was based off of one of the default characters, was he not? Yeah, and you know, yeah, he was. He was pretty like I RP'd him into yeah. into, into the legend, a that beautiful he human. Yeah, it really got quite intense, and I I don't know about like I felt like I couldn't top that. So I went ridiculous. Now I have Grundalf, who's like, you know, he's a household name <laughs> of like three people. You know, and you uh, just got you just got to create a character and then RP them into greatness. You can't like create a great character. By that's the, the thing, yeah. But what if I just have a really bad like? What if it's a really bad then season? Then we'll just you kill know? him off, and you'll get a new character. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> God, RP stuff is so much fun. Yeah, that's good. I never thought I'd enjoy it as much as I did. I was I'd never into it before I did it with you. Uh and uh, some with Abby as well. We did dread hmm. uh Abby's house and that was really fun too. It's really weird. That was like when I first got introduced to dread and stuff. I don't know what your opinions are on that. I don't it's hard to like develop a character for that cuz you're not really supposed to. It's like a com- extended conversation. Yeah. I liked it though. I, th- I thought it was uh, good. Dread's good like a nice sort of like mega simple way to to get into the sort of RPD and side of video mm-hmm. game, video games, instead of uh, tabletop games. It's basically D and D without combat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's good shit. I'm just nervous about making a new character. You know, what am I gonna do? I don't know what to do, man. I'm scared. Just, go, just roll some yeah. random dice and pick random attributes based on that, and then you know. Go from there. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. I just need to get into it. But yeah, yeah. So it's going to be fine. It's going to so be yeah, fine. It's going to be hopefully on Thursdays. Check it out on the YouTube channel, which will be in the description. My YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. My dude. Do we have any. This is like we've been recording for what? About almost an hour now? Uh, uh, yeah, just under an hour. Cool. Do you have any? Do you have any feedback or anything like that? Any any comments? Anything from anybody? I've not looked actually. Uh, I feel like we read them on the last I think one. We did, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Unless you got any iTunes reviews, go. Uh, it's been so, not so long since we recorded the last time, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, we we're we're trying to we're trying to stay ahead of the game. You know, we we're trying to do our best here. We're also trying to find live our lives too. Indeed. 
Yeah. Fucking want to die. <laughs> Someone please send help. I need help. He does. Please. He really needs help. Um, just send as much help as you possibly can to Cheese. One other quick story then before I run off. Before we sort of get going. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, right, let's top us up to the hour mark. <laughs> my, uh, my mum's iPhone stopped being able to be... Well, it turned off and it wouldn't turn on and it wouldn't charge. Um, That's iPhones for you. So it was broken in some sort of way. Um, in the past, actually since the iPhone 3, I've been... like I took apart my iPhone 3 because it's battery didn't work and I replaced that and then it was fine for a while. But then it broke, obviously, because it's just an old piece of crap. Um, and then my brother's iPhone 4, he, he was out walking one day in the rain and he left his coat pocket open, which is like waterproof, with his iPhone in it and it filled up with water and his phone got destroyed and drenched. Um, and right. so I took it apart and like... Uh, uh, got a new screen for it and a new battery and stuff like that. Uh, and so my mum's phone, which just broke recently, which is an iPhone 5, I bought a new battery, which didn't fix it, and a new charge port, which did fix it. And I just want to say, right, to send your products to Apple to get them fixed costs upwards of a couple hundred pounds, right? Regardless of what it is sometimes. It's just like, it's, they just charge a lot. The part, the, mm-hmm. a battery, cost me £11. And the charging port, which contains the microphone, the uh, the uh, Apple the earphone jack, and the the charging port itself, was five pounds, and it took me like fifteen minutes to fix. And I was like, like, it was just it was so insanely cheap, and I, I don't understand how Apple can charge extortionate amounts of money for designer products, man. Apple, that's why these parts cost so it's, little, and it's so yeah, easy to fix. Just, I don't understand. It's like it's buying like, it's like buying like a, a branded item of clothing. Like a branded item of clothing like costs the maker like five quid yeah. or less. But putting the label the logo on it, they run it up to like eighty quid for a t shirt. Who was that celebrity it's, that sold white plain white t shirts recently? For like fifty quid. I don't know. Could be anyone. Some Remember Kanye West when he did his clothing line that was all just brown <laughs> just brown clothes. <laughs> <laughs> You've got uh, Elon Musk making the boring hat, the I hat that just that. says "boring company" on it. Wow, that's great. Was that was it? Kylie Jenner as well, who was like ripping off art styles from artists on the internet and put them on cheap T-shirts and selling them for like a hundred pounds a pop. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's just a thing that happens now. You just have to accept it. I mean, like if you go in Redbubble, people are making thousands a month because they just steal things and put them on there. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just the, the the ability for everyone to have everything means that they'll charge anyone for anything. Yeah. But then it's always been that way. It's like it doesn't doesn't cost anybody anything to make two dogs bang, but when, you know, the babies come out, they can charge you a thousand pounds. Because <laughs> business, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> It doesn't cost and anything that to note, make two dogs bang, of course. What a great sentence that was. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> Have you ever tried to buy a pedigree dog, dude? Uh, Look up pedigree dogs. They'll cost you like a bazillion pounds, man. God, and they've got health defects and everything. Yeah. It's horrible. It's because they're, like, they're bred into like the same they're family. They're basically massively inbred, yeah. yeah. And, but they'll still cost you like an arm and a leg. Meanwhile, some guy's just got two dogs locked up in his basement, just like, go on then. Go on, son. Go on, my son. Each other, all right? <laughs> uh, it's a nightmare. I hate the world, and honestly, if it ended tomorrow, I mean, it could maybe end the day I wouldn't after cry. Since time of <laughs> ever, since, ever since I've lost my dwarfs, <laughs> I just can't go on. Uh, <laughs> if you're in the Netherlands, and you're in that place that we don't know the name of, and you find. Should we look it up quickly before we wrap this sure. up? And if you find Liam's dwarfs, make sure and take a selfie, and uh, take a picture, send it to us. Crumbus, Crumbus. Maybe even print off a tiny little T-shirt to put on the dwarfs of uh, Crumbus March. What's it called? What's the place called? It's called Maduro Dam. Maduro Dam. M A D U R O. D A M Maduro Dam. It's got like signposts. Oh, it's one so word. Google... It's not a dam called Maduro. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, Maduro Dam. It's this huge. It's like you. You got. Wow, it's not the... huge. <laughs> it's small. No, it <laughs> is huge place. though. 
It's got it's signposts place, in the yeah. place to tell you what town you're going to. There's so many, so many things. Oh, that'd be a dream job working there, honestly. Building like giant like replicas of like the uh, Casa de Basilica and all this kind of stuff. Oh, I just picture it. It's like somebody walking around with a toothbrush. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm the street cleaner. <laughs> 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 oh, it's like little planes and oh man, this place. Is- I want to go here. There's got. There's got to be a time where somebody's broke in and just went round around screaming like, ah! Ah! and somebody's came back in the morning and checked the CCTV and all the buildings are crushed and they're like, I'm sorry. Oh my god! If I was a millionaire, oh, I would be like, a buy, Power Ranger villain. I'd buy a Godzilla See, outfit and pay to just exactly crush the place. <laughs> and just crushing, just walk through the whole place. Flamethrower attached to the um, the the suit. So you can blow out uh, fire. Oh, that'd be perfect. There's a there's an idea for a burgy remote. A burgy remote? Let's go to a tiny oh, burgy good, remote. Maduro, <laughs> Mad- yeah, we'll go there. Mad- Mad- whatever it's called again. Madura Dam. We're probably saying it wrong, but do we care? No, it's the end of the episode. You can't hold it against us. Thanks for <laughs> listening, by the way. Yay. If you would just do us the honor of climbing back into your sleeping bags, I have been cheese fun. That's for check. <laughs> I'm monkey of mist. And this has been Crumpus Bumpus. Hello, Reggie Blast. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.